the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Democrat infighting threatens the left's divided social agenda. Democrats want to talk about anything other than the economy. Senator Joe Manchin, adamant for a filibuster. Can you imagine not having to sit down? Or there's no reason for you to sit down with your colleagues on both sides and have their input. Tragedy in Southern California. We do have at least two confirmed fatalities. A missing boy found in Texas. I think he had a guardian angel over him the entire time. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast, your first look at today's top stories for Tuesday, October 12th. I'm Rich Thomas. Daybreak Insider's Greg Clugston says a divided Democrat majority can't seem to come to a consensus, at least for now. Democrats hold the majority on Capitol Hill, but with a 50-50 Senate and a paper-thin advantage in the House, the president's party doesn't have much wiggle room. Liberals and moderates are still fighting over the final size and contents of the president's huge social spending plan. Mr. Biden has conceded that the final price tag will be much smaller but Democrats still don't have the votes. Daybreak Insider's Bob Agnew says an angry Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell promising no more compromise on the debt limit. He pegs the promise to a vitriolic speech by Senate Majority Leader Democrat Charles Schumer of New York, even after 11 Republicans followed McConnell's lead and voted to give Democrats more time, Schumer accused the GOP of playing what he called a dangerous and risky partisan game. McConnell says Schumer's partisan comments poisoned the well, assuring no further compromise from himself or his party. The Democrats now have until early December to muster their own resources to advance a debt limit increase to make room for their massive $3.5 trillion spending plan. Other problems for the president's agenda, Senate procedures, namely the filibuster. and West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin's promise not to help do away with it. The senator spoke to Chuck Todd on NBC's Meet the Press, saying the filibuster is a founding principle of the nation's democracy. It's basically designed, Chuck, to make sure the minority has input. Right. That's exactly our founding fathers. And now, if you want to make it a little bit more painful, make him stand there and talk. I'm willing to look at any way we can, but I am not willing to take away the involvement of the minority. I've been in the minority. I've been in the majority. And I can tell you the respect I have on both sides when I've yeah. been there should be, I got something to say. Listen to me. And I want that to happen. Daybreak Insider's Bernie Bennett says the public's perception of Joe Biden continues to plummet. Support for the president has sunk notably among key Democratic constituencies, blacks, Latinos, women, and young people. After an initial burst of support, Mr. Biden has seen his approval ratings fall significantly in recent months. A Washington Post average poll since the start of September shows 44% of Americans approve of President Biden's job approval, while 49% disapprove. Pew Research polls found Mr. Biden's approval rating among black Americans fell from 85% in July to 67% of September, while also falling 16 points among Hispanics and 14 points among Asians. As previously reported, a naval engineer and his wife stand accused of trying to pass sensitive military documents to a foreign power. Daybreak Insider's Bernie Bennett says couple now officially charged 
with espionage. Jonathan and Debbie Toby, both of Annapolis, Maryland, were arrested in Jefferson County, West Virginia, by the FBI and Navy Criminal Investigative Service on Saturday. They'll have their initial appearances in federal court in Martinsburg, West Virginia. Officials say 42-year-old Jonathan Toby, aided by his 45-year-old wife Diana, sold information known as restricted data concerning the design of nuclear-powered warships to a person they believed was a representative of a foreign power. That person was actually an undercover FBI agent. The Tobys have been charged in a criminal complaint alleging violations of the Atomic Energy Act. Correspondent Eric Tucker says the story begins in April of last year. When a Navy nuclear engineer named Jonathan Toby sends a letter to an unspecified foreign government, basically advertising himself as having access to very sensitive design plans for American submarines that he says he is able to offer and provide. The information allegedly passed along in most unusual ways. He would leave behind um, the memory card. In one instance, he left it between pieces of bread on a peanut butter sandwich that was wrapped in a plastic bag. More recently, he put it inside of a chewing gum package. Tucker says a couple is to go before a West Virginia judge later today. And the government filed a motion to keep both of them locked up as the case moves forward. They cite the factors, including being um, a potential uh, risk of flight, potential risk to obstruct justice. And they note that the crimes that the couple is charged with, which fall under the Atomic Energy Act, are punishable by life or potentially death. The Texas governor wants no vaccine mandates in the Lone Star State. Texas Governor Greg Abbott has issued an executive order barring any entity in the state, including private businesses, from enforcing a COVID-19 vaccine mandate on workers. In his order, Abbott said no entity in Texas can compel receipt of a COVID-19 vaccine by any individual, including an employee or a consumer. Abbott, who was vaccinated and later tested positive for COVID-19, also said in his order that vaccines are strongly encouraged for those eligible to receive one. The Biden administration is preparing to issue rules requiring employers with more than 100 workers to have employees vaccinated or tested weekly for the coronavirus. I'm Mike Gracia. The Texas legislature also passed a ban on so-called vaccine passports, which would allow businesses to require proof of vaccination from customers. Meanwhile, there could be a new drug to fight COVID-19. Drug maker Merck has asked U.S. regulators to authorize its promising antiviral pill against COVID-19, setting the stage for a decision within weeks. If cleared by the Food and Drug Administration, it would be the first pill shown to treat COVID-19, adding a new easy-to-use weapon to the world's arsenal against the pandemic. The FDA will scrutinize company data on the drug's safety and effectiveness before rendering a decision. All COVID-19 drugs now authorized by the FDA require an IV or injection. Mike Hemp in Washington. Elsewhere in Texas, celebrations as a three-year-old boy is found alive after missing for four days outside of Plantersville. Grimes County Deputy Martha Smith spoke to reporters translating for the grateful mother. She's thankful for everyone. Ever She appreciates all the help she received from everybody that was here to help. Uh, The man that found her son, she appreciates his help. Grimes County Sheriff Don Sowell pinned the deputy's badge on three-year-old Christopher Ramirez, who was found dehydrated but in good condition on Saturday. After all this, he's passed the survival test. He can be be an Army Ranger, 
a Navy SEAL or a police officer or Air Force pararescue or whatever he wants. A twin-engine Cessna C-340 crashed Monday near the campus of Santana High School in Santee, California, killing at least two, one of them a UPS truck driver. Santee Deputy Fire Chief Justin Matsushita spoke with KGTV. We had multiple structures that were fully involved with fire. We had an aircraft that has confirmed, a portion of the aircraft confirmed crash in the back of one of the homes. We also had multiple vehicles on fire, including a large box truck. And there was a lot of property damage. The major damage was the two homes that are behind me. And there is additional damage to uh, probably two or three more homes. And again, the debris field that has is strewn across almost this entire block. Officials say the plane was headed to San Diego from Yuma, Arizona, experienced some sort of issue. A landing was attempted at Gillespie Field around 12.15 local time. Unrelated to the crash, Daybreak Insider's Keith Peters says California utility customers are seeing power outages. Pacific Gas and Electric has started cutting power to about 25,000 customers in northern and central California as high winds threaten to damage electrical equipment, which could ignite wildfires. Forecasters issued an extreme fire danger warning as winds gusted to 55 miles an hour in mountains and 25 to 45 miles an hour in valleys. PG&E cut the power Monday and says the planned outages are necessary because winds could raise the risk of trees falling on power lines and sparking fast-spreading wildfires. Southern California Edison warns it may turn off power to 9,000 customers in parts of Kern, Ventura, and northern Los Angeles counties to reduce the threat of wildfires. Daybreak Insider's John Scott says not only the threat of wildfires, but a lack of water could shut off the lights. Drought is gripping vast areas of the West. Experts say the reductions complicate grid operations since hydropower is a relatively flexible, renewable energy source that can be easily turned up or down, such as in the evenings when the sun goes down and solar energy generation drops. The projected declines in hydropower are concentrated in the West, with California's production expected to fall by nearly half. Declines in hydropower production mean bumps for other energy sources, such as natural gas. But it's not all discouraging news. Surfers and swimmers return to Southern California's Huntington Beach a little more than a week after an oil pipeline leak offshore. The reopening of what many call Surf City USA came far sooner than many expected. As the spill became apparent, a putrid smell blanketed the coast But officials say water quality tests now show no detectable levels of oil-associated toxins. And Ivana Dossi with the California Department of Fish and Game tells KABC they have not found a lot of oiled birds. There's not a lot of bird population out there right now, so in that respect, we got lucky. As for the tarballs, Adasi says they're not looking for the public's help. We get it, right? You want the oil off just as fast, if not faster, than we do. But oil is a hazardous substance. While the environmental impact on wetland habitats has been less severe than initially feared, Advocates say they remain concerned about the long-term impact. I'm Ben Thomas. And finally this morning, some Georgia election workers accused of destroying voter applications. 
Two election workers in Fulton County, Georgia, have been fired after being accused of shredding paper voter registration applications. In a statement released Monday, Fulton County says fellow employees reported the alleged actions to their supervisor Friday morning, and the two employees were fired that day. Preliminary information indicated the fired employees checked out batches of applications for processing and allegedly shredded some of the forms. Georgia's Secretary of State has opened an investigation and called for the U.S. Department of Justice to look into the county's elections. Voters in Fulton County, which includes most of Atlanta, go to the polls November 2nd to elect a mayor, city council members, and other municipal officials. I'm Mike Gracia. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider podcast at Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at DaybreakInsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at srnnews.com and townhall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. Join us again tomorrow. I'm Rich Thomason. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.